Welcome to the Horror House Podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm not. And we are ready to do this damn thing. Um, so what is the thing this week? It is a little movie by a little known uh, author you might have heard of named H.P. Freaking Lovecraft. Have we done an H.P. Lovecraft thing before? Like even... Actually, I actually was thinking about this. We've done Lovecraftian, which is kind of its own, you know, his... Yeah. Thing and we talked a little bit about Colorado Space, but I don't think we've done right. a whole episode on a Lovecraft. I forgot about Colorado Space. Uh, I'm sure we've brought it up in passing, but yeah, I don't think we have done an episode on a Lovecraft movie. Granted, there's not that many good ones. <laughs> Some of them are because it's I get what is the uh, what's the term like. Uh, kind of public domain so anybody can be like I'm going to make an H.P. Lovecraft movie and then off they go to use their $4 to make their movie with yeah it's, then, it's it's a free game on like 90% H.P. Lovecraft stuff so yeah uh, but you know reanimator is yeah. is that that is actual Lovecraft right yes we've talked about reanimator from Beyond is actual Lovecraft. We've talked about From Beyond. In the Mouth of Madness is H.P. Lovecraft. We've talked about that. Uh, so, I mean, he's he's been around the conversation. Now he gets, one of his stories gets to take center stage. Minus the racism. <laughs> there, There is a little bit of that in his history. Uh, but... Uh, different so times people please as educated in some regards some, some i mean some people still aren't as um woke he definitely wasn't woke no uh, i'm glad he existed in the 1920s and 30s and not now yeah i don't think then yeah. then it'd be problematic <laughs> so before we get into dagan is that is that the pronunciation we're gonna go with? What's the what's your pronunciation? Uh, I I was saying Dagon. Dagon, okay. Dagon. I gotta wrap my mind around it. Okay. Before we get to the movie, uh, let's hit him with the social medias, Dave. Uh, well, you can hit us up on Twitter. You can hit get me at sweetness one. One, two, three, four, five, sixies. Six E's. Good counting, Chris. Where can I, they find you at? I am at Chris Orsist. It's like Exorcist, but plus me. And also at Whorehouse 2, if you want to hit us up there. Uh, the Gmail is, uh, what is it? Whorehouse Podcast? Whorehouse uh, Podcast at gmail.com? That sounds, that sounds close. Podcast at gmail.com. Swap some of them words around and maybe uh, maybe it'll get to us. <laughs> or maybe it'll unlock the secrets of the universe. Or that. Uh, you can also find the Whorehouse page on Facebook. You can hit us up on anchor.fm. And send us literally an audio message and we can hear the soldier sounds of your voice. You know. If you tell us to leave you anonymous, we will. 
but if you want uh, to leave us an audio message and you want us to play it and uh, it's not crappy, uh, yeah, we'll play it. Play it on the air. And I, I'll get to make that whole like 1940s like phone operator thing, sound design thing that I've always wanted to do where it's like beep, 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 patch me through, Mabel. And then it's a dream of mine. So Mabel a, listens in on your calls. That's the secret. She, Mabel always listens. Mabel always listening. Bitch. She's, she's like Cthulhu. Okay, so oh, any other... Maybe she is Cthulhu in a skirt. Oh. That's a... I, the size of Cthulhu seems to change every time I see some kind of drawing of Cthulhu. Sometimes he's quite large and sometimes... Uh, he's I think more like just a really big man. The, but mostly, I, I in my head, he's this you know other superhumanly large. I mean, like you know, forty feet high, and the that's that's how I picture Cthulhu. If I was going to run into him in a dark alley, it'd be like, uh, uh can't run into you in dark alley. You're too big. <laughs> I t in the C Call of Cthulhu, like the actual story, I've not read it. Sh for sh shame, I know, but I think the end of it has him getting taken down by a boat, getting driven into him, like a, some kind of fishing boat or something, I think. There may be H.P. Lovecraft fans being like, what an idiot. Are it's you getting it confused with season two of The Boys? <laughs> Uh, is, is that a boy spoiler? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, have you, did you watch season two? I'm, I have yet to even attempt to start it. I'm oh, so, okay. So yeah. Sorry, sorry. Spoiler alert. Oh my alert. god. Oh my god. I can't believe you've done this. Now I gotta search the boys' season two boat. <laughs> <laughs> Catch up. Catch up. So, any other horror things that you've watched lately that you want to bring up, or... So, we started watching the uh, the Prime series, Them. Them. Which is um, a, a kind of racially charged. It's a black family from South Carolina that moves out to California... Uh, Compton, actually, uh, at a time when Compton is predominantly white and they are like the first black family to move into the neighborhood and there's horror stuff going on. Okay. But also the white neighbors don't want them there. So there's there's like the supernatural care and then there's this, you know, physical this is real the neighbor across the street and up and down the street don't want me here horror as well so it's uh it's got it's got me so far the um the old dot the older daughter the teenage girl from us plays a teenage girl in them She's so already typecast poor girl I mean, yeah. Teenage girl. She's a teenage girl typecast <laughs> as a teenage girl. It's ridiculous. Uh, why is she up for these old lady roles? Is all I want to know. How come? <laughs> I give her uh, a gray wig and a walker, and I mean, you're set. Which 
there was a French, I want to say French, maybe not French, a movie from the mid-2000s called Them that was really... I think I'll probably we'll probably do that movie someday because it was pretty cool. It, it but drastically different. No, this one's about the ants, uh, like feral children or something. Oh, I don't know that one, but I know them. Uh, the American 1950s horror about the giant ants, and it's fantastic. Uh, I know of a like large spider. Were they large spiders? What was the? It was like William Shatner. Around that kind of time period where insects were getting real big horror play. And there was a spider movie with William Shatner. And it, it used to come on like Showtime all the time when I was a little kid. And it was it was a thing I watched. I don't know why. Kingdom of the Spiders? <laughs> I think that may be the name of it, yes. But I think oh. it was, now that I think about it, I don't think it was like large spiders. I think it was just like a swarm of spiders. I think it, it was a swarm of tarantulas. I mean, they were big, big spiders. I don't want to fuck with no big oh, spiders yeah. like that, but they were like giant big. Yeah. It wasn't like a radioactive spider takes over. Uh, but anything, uh, anything else other than them? I have watched nothing myself. So other than Dragon? Dorgan, what's it? What? Uh, what's the pronunciation? Dagon. 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 <clears throat> okay, I got it. I got it this time. Uh, the NFL draft is this week, so you, by the time you're watching it, it'll be uh, over and done with. By the time you're listening to this, but I'm super fucking pumped because yeah. my Chicago Bears traded up to take an actual good quarterback this time. And then in round two today, they traded up and took an actual good offensive tackle. I mean, we generally don't fuck up offensive line, defensive line type picks the way we fuck up quarterback. But I think we got a good one, guys. Justin fucking Fields, uh, numero uno, he's going to get it done. You've sold me on it, and I'm not even a, a sports fella, so... The bears, the bears. Is that is that racist? Is that racist against uh, Chicago people? No, no, you're, no, you're good. That's perfect. Okay. Yeah, dub dub bears. Or you can say bear down. That's the other <laughs> bear down. Uh, so uh, without any other things we want to talk about before we get into. What is it? I, I'm good if we want to run an ad and then come back with a movie synopsis. Ah, gotta love, gotta love those ads. Making money, not bad. Ah, so Dagon, movie synopsis. Let's do it. Hit, hit him, hit him with it. Get him, Dave. Big Lots Jeffrey Combs and his girlfriend are shipwrecked and find themselves in a weird coastal town pursued by mer people. It will take Maury Povich, Jerry Springer, and a DNA <laughs> test to store out these shenanigans. Uh, what? What do you think? Bravo! I'm crying. I, uh, <laughs> I didn't know I was getting a pity clap. Uh, you had uh, tears in your eyes because you were so moved. 
Big Lots Jeffrey Combs. So, so let's start the discussion there. Uh, am I right? In my notes, I put I two people I sp- pointed out specifically was uh, quotation marks not Jeffrey Combs and not Michael Berryman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, for those who are new, Jeffrey Combs is the 80s Lovecraft movie guy, yeah. right? I yeah. mean, Reanimator and From Beyond and, you know, uh, that's, it, that's, it's him. I, it's him. I mean, he's been the best actor in a Lovecraft movie, <laughs> I think. Like, not the... I mean, Barbara Crampton's good. Uh, what was I forget yes. the other people in name, other people's names in Reanimator, and the uh, Doctor Pretorius. Uh, um, but they everybody was pretty good in that. But I mean, Jeffrey Combs is just like in the eighties. You making a Lovecraft movie and your name's Stuart Gordon and you need an actor, you get Jeffrey Combs. That's like the sun rises in the east and sets in the southwest. Did you know and it does Jeffrey that? Combs stars in your movie? Yeah, just like uh, Cthulhu waits. Jeffrey Combs acts. Yeah, and he, I don't think he had Jeffrey Combs intensity. No, Je- I mean Jeffrey Combs just—he doesn't fry an egg. He cracks a raw egg on his plate and stares at it till it's fried. <laughs> but. Um, Ezra uh, did did a good job. I mean, he's he physically looks like Jeffrey Combs. He's playing that role. Yeah, even of his, the generic the generic white guy. Yeah, with the with the black glasses. Yes, and the yes, dark. He's hair. got the and the birth control glasses. And looking like Jeffrey Combs. <laughs> Speaking of Jeffrey Combs, he is on the last uh, the last driving tonight. I believe I saw that uh, advertised. So, oh, I'm gonna have to check it out. I all, either, yeah, I'm gonna have to check it out. It's all coming up, Jeffrey Combs tonight. And then, uh, since we're on to that, can we like the acting in general just was not up to those 80s Lovecraft movies? Uh, no, no, I, I agree. They, they, uh, there's something missing in the acting here. It, it's just kind of wooden, you yeah. know, it's not. Keanu Reeves trying to speaking role um, over the top. Dragon. It's more Keanu. It's, it's yeah, it's just stay on. Dragon. Right. <laughs> Whoa. Dragon. All right, that's a wrap. Good job. Good job, Keanu. The movie's over. <laughs> but I never saw a dragon. Where was the dragon? Where's Is Bill? It going in a <laughs> Uh, if there was a dragon, he'd be like Rufus. Uh, the I'm trying to think of one person to like narrow down and be like they did pretty good. I, I mean, it was all just kind of I, I don't know. <laughs> that describes the acting. That's the I'm such a reviewer. That describes the acting to me. It was kind of. <laughs> And the the look of the well, movie. It, it wasn't the it wasn't the rich people on the boat. Uh, no, their acting no. was not good. No. 
You know, the, uh, when she came back, Barbara. when the Vicky, or I think her name was, when she mm-hmm. wound up back in the story later on, I thought she was a little better, more a little more believable, but still, and she was still pretty over the top in that point. But no, I mean, I was, I was more forgiving of her at, at then. But at the beginning, mm-hmm. it's like, whew, lady. Lady guy, the, lady um... other guy. Whoa. Um, the uh, the Pete the priest you know he was I, I, I guess if you just wanted stand out for being odd the the, the priest and the fisherman that that uh, first takes Ezra in the boat mm-hmm. uh, you know uh, they stood out as being odd you know the drunk yeah the uh was his name maybe even. he was okay the I performance could... reminded me of a not as good uh they live as the guy that is you know kind of <laughs> oh that guy i know exactly who you're talking about uh, yeah you know who i'm talking about yep but, uh so i could not understand a word that that guy said I had I I didn't have subtitles on. I really needed to turn them on, but I never did. But like it kind of was interesting. It made it more interesting because it kind of led up to the the end in a way in my own head. Because it's like oh he can understand what this guy this this guy is speaking weirdly. I don't understand a word of what he's saying, but he understands him. That's that's a little suspect. I I I kind of changed the story a little bit. It, <laughs> But it, it worked for me. I was, I was, I was liking it. What did you what think about of the uh, the the quote unquote hot chick? Not Barbara, but Uxia Uxia Kimbaro. The the um, I'm terrible with names. For some reason, the only the, one that really stuck with me is Vicky. The she's the girl in his dream. Oh, okay, okay. And then turns it out to be his sister slash lover. Yeah, uh, I thought she was okay. Are we talking about Did acting you... or what? Yeah, acting. <laughs> or just as the as I, acting as the fish goddess. Um, yeah. I mean, of course, her her breasts are okay. Her breasts are good. That's okay. That that was great. <laughs> She's got a she's got a weird intensity to her. I thought she, okay, I thought she actually acted better underwater than she did above water. You know what? You maybe she right. might be a real fucking merb person. Maybe that's how she got the job. It could be. Stuart Gordon just swam out into the ocean, like started doing like echolocation with like, and then she just swam up and was like, "Get the fuck out of the ocean!" And then he's like, "You're in my movie." <laughs> I come up with the worst stories. <laughs> that, that sounds good. <laughs> but I believe it. No, That's the no, bad I thing about it. my stories. <laughs> what did you think of the look of the movie? I, like overall I, how it was shot and everything? Uh, I I didn't mind it. I thought this town looked like a kind of... Right. Rundown Spanish fishing village. So, yes. yeah, I kind of... I thought it was okay. I'm glad you said fishing um, village because I almost said farm village, which is not. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're 
You're farming the sea. Farming the sea, exactly. <laughs> I thought the, uh, I, I agree. I thought the town looked like an HP Lovecraft, like shipping, like dilapidated kind of little town, and but like I will say, one one thing I liked is um so many of the villagers were like limping and um the one had the crutch and everything and then it, it doesn't make it out to be a big reveal it's it's a little bit of a reel but i feel like it was kind of subtle that you know they're all limping because their legs are being turned into tentacles right so Which, i i kind of like that the the fish dude on the little wagon that was moving himself with his hands i, I thought that was the the face was too much mm-hmm. you know because he just and maybe it was just because of my I'm, I'm blind and i have bivocals <laughs> and i was laying in bed so i couldn't like get my head to the right angle i mean his whole head just looked like a fucking giant catfish am i wrong uh-huh. There was there was some visual effects that were questionable, is what I would I would say. Okay. Uh, but I think overall, like the like the bulgy eyes, I don't I never like got in close and looked. But were those really their eyes? Because if it was, they got like a certain casting person to like get certain people that. So it was I was like well that's they that's... were all related and they were interrelated <laughs> that may be the best explanation for it <laughs> because like when they're chasing him at the like beginning ish of the movie when he's like oh that's one thing I want to bring up while I remember it have you ever seen in a movie a guy close the door the lock's broken so he takes his little uh, scout screwdriver takes the lock off of another door and then applies it to the broken door. <laughs> I was like, really? God damn. No. Guys. It's like a 90s video game and they've taken crafting too fucking far. <laughs> the whole time that the, that was going on, I was like, is this really happening? But yep, it sure was. It's a good thing those motherfuckers are slow and not pushing on the door when you're trying to work on it. All right. I did like how he didn't get all four screws in. At least there was that. <laughs> but back to the the makeup. Like when they were chasing him in that in that segment, I th- I was I would have literally like been a little like woo. Okay, I need these actors to back off me. Back the fuck off of me for real, please, please. Ten feet, ten feet. I can't. I, when I, the the it's been much too much. The, the the priest had his webbed fingers and the dude that took him out on the fishing boat to go back and look for um Howard and, and Bicky. That dude, the dude on the fishing boat, it's if if your goal was for him to look like he blended in until later for a big reveal, they did a horrible fucking job <laughs> if that was the goal. Because he, I, I don't know if that person was born and raised in a salt mine and had never seen the light of day, but he was so fucking pale and his skin looked so waxy. Right. You know, he stood out. Stella was, Stella, I think, even said, What the fuck is wrong with him? <laughs> the, to I, be I fair, I, I think. 
in the story in the hp lovecraft story mm-hmm. uh like very early once they're talking about Innsmouth, which did they even name the town in this i can't even remember i don't believe so but in the shadow over Innsmouth, like when they're describing before he gets to Innsmouth, describing the people and stuff, it's not that subtle. It's like bulging eyes and uh, creases in their necks. <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh, you mean fish yeah. people? And he's like, no, uh, bulgy eyes, though, and weird creases in their necks. So, so fish people? <laughs> but I don't know if they were actually so- trying to mirror that. Is Paul and his sister, Uxia, are they the parents of the deep? Going back to our boy's reference. Because his gills are on his fucking abdomen. I... I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just throwing out there. It's, it's possible. It's possible that the boys is a sequel to Dagon. <laughs> uh... I think he, I don't think so, because I think his acting is too good. Oh, that, that may be. Oh, that two that wrongs, though. Two wrongs, though. You know what they say. So maybe. Shit, you may be right, actually. That's a good point. That's why whenever I fuck up something at work, I make sure I fuck up something else at work. <laughs> and then it evens out. Uh Let's see. So my boss was like, "Why did you do that?" But I also did this. <laughs> oh, okay. Then it evens out. Two two wrongs make a right. Bravo. Good job. Raise promotion. Uh. So <laughs> one thing I want to bring up the like the symbol of Dagon. Like I, I assume that's what that's the only thing I know to call it. But like you know the like cave entrance, and then I think you see it a place or two else. Uh, it looks mm-hmm. a lot like the Jesus fish. Yeah. Yes. And it's so, like a, it's like a Jesus fish with two of them with their heads. Yeah. Combined or a Jesus fish with two butts. I'm yeah. I, I'm going with the butts just because. What butts? But I think right. that we put out a formal request that we just go ahead and replace the Jesus fish with the Dagon symbol. Like, all over the world. I bet if you put that on a car, some people would not know. Some people would just be like, oh, bless you, my brother. And then I'd be like, and then you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> and then they would run off trying to set themselves on fire. Oh, retribution, Jesus, Lord. He's talking in tongues, or maybe that, that that maybe that's they would think the talking in tongues for real and be like, oh, he's just possessed by the spirit. Man, is no. that what <laughs> is is that what talking in tongues is? Is just somebody at first the first person to talk in tongues was just reading H.P. Lovecraft oh, yeah. out loud? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, they. The prison, quote unquote, that they uh-huh. when they get captured, he gets captured, he gets thrown in, and there's Barbara, and there's Vicky, and there's the drunk. Yeah. And then it was weird to me plot wise because 
I got kind of confused because he gets thrown in there with them. So he's obviously like, that's where they're putting him. Mm -hmm. But then the townspeople like are still looking for them. Did you get that weirdness? Like, are they in, is he in jail or are are they hiding? I don't, that's a good point. I don't know. The thing that confuses me about that is, so she, she knew he was her brother. Why didn't she just be like, don't kill my brother? Because we're going to live forever in the ocean. Because <laughs> th- there were a few good times where it's like, just stab him and you're done, fish person. But no. But then, you know, she knew he was her brother. I don't, why, why, why the whole rigmarole? Just drag him into the ocean, you're done. What's, what's the, what's the chase? Yeah, you know. Yeah, she could, she could have, uh, sped this whole thing up. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, what did you think of the, what's the term? What is the term for that? When the, 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 the gloving? Is that the term? Of the facial head skin area. <laughs> um, I, I thought it was okay. I, I mean, I'm I like practical effects, so mm-hmm. I, I thought it was okay. I'm I'm down for it. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I don't know that if that happened to me in real life, and I was I was uh, Paul. I don't think I would be able to recite the Lord's Prayer while I'm watching somebody's skin get removed from their head. <laughs> no, I don't no. think I would be screaming, "Jesus Christ, stop!" Or I would just be flat out passed out, waiting for my turn. Uh, I, it it did seem like, as long as we're talking about those special effects, mm-hmm. like I said, I, I'm okay with them because I'm okay with '80s movies, and yeah. I don't. I mean, it was 80s practical effects, and it hadn't progressed any. Yeah. They, like, the taking it off, like, when it cuts to, you can see underneath of it a little bit, like, that was cool. But, like, when they're drawing around his eyes, like, it's clearly, like, not cutting into anything. It's just, like, mm-hmm. put, we'll put a little blood on it, then you just kind of do, do the circle. <laughs> and it draws on the blood. It looks like you're cutting him, right? See? That, I hate when they do that in movies, but I just kind of have to accept it and just move on, because... I'm sure that's a pain in the ass to deal with, but uh, the rest of it I thought was cool. But the whole prayer thing, well, he's doing it. Like, it, I I feel like that was one of his worst acting moments, and it wasn't really even bad. I think maybe it was just the writing there. Maybe it just there was something that was just off to me about like that thing. I don't know. It bugged me. I was like, that's that's all you got for this guy. <laughs> Uh, you know, what the, um, yeah, yeah, it was. I, I was, I thought it was an okay movie. I think I probably liked it more than Stella did, but, um, you know, she made it through the movie, so that says something. What did you think of the CGI? Because this was 2002, so a lower budget movie in 2002 using CGI. I, I mean, granted, you know, you got to use what you have access to, but, oh, I think practical effects would have maybe been cheaper 
and you just shoot it a little different because like there were parts that are just like oh man like uh the, there's, um... there's a fire shot like real quick just to show him you know from mm-hmm. the neck up i'm like you didn't even need to show that and then and the the monster coming out of the well to yeah, get vicky that and then the his sister at the end uh, not the end end <laughs> but you know when she jumps drags him into the water after he's on fire uh i was like oh man because like yeah. yeah i watched that once and then watched back through later and i didn't even realize that she was nude at that point because of the cgi i thought she was just like in a like a like a golden suit for the you know the the fish people like that's what they wear but i I think i agree with you i didn't realize that she was naked of that i I thought she was dressed i may be wrong but i you probably are right it was somebody somebody let us know for sure because I've watched it that part twice and was still kind of. Uh, I could go either way, but the CGI, I don't know. That is some of that is rough, but that's what you could. That's that's what you had at the time. It wasn't like you know Avengers from twenty nineteen. Yeah, I, I, thought, so. I thought it was okay for two thousand one. Uh, obviously, they used it. Sp- Fairly sparingly, the shots that they used it were fairly short. Yeah. So. I think so just some tighter, so, tighter camera angles and like just a little bit of a little extra creativity on top of it. And they wouldn't have had to use hardly any. The 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 big fish taking uh, taking Barbara was the the main thing that I don't know that you could have worked around. Well, I think so. I think you could have just, I think you didn't have to show it. I think Mm -hmm. you could have just had the giant tactical come up and grab her and rip her down and do some practical effects with the arms tearing. And it's not as much of a reveal, but but you show it happening. And I think it's more visceral. I think you get a better reaction. I don't know that we got much of a reveal with the CGI thing. Was that supposed to be Dagon? Because uh, like it seemed like she was trying to like summon him, and then this, I'm like, that is that supposed to be him? Him? I think know, so. I think so. Him. I think that was the whole. Yeah. Well, they started uh, sacrificing to Dagon, and there, there you go. And I think that was the whole thing. So I was expecting a little more for 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 the boy, but didn't didn't quite get it. I was like, was that supposed to be him? <laughs> it it didn't. Yeah, I I, do, I didn't like the design even. Yeah, it was very. I think I think that would have been a less is more situation. Yeah. Um, what did you think of just the the story in general? Like it, you know, as a, as its own thing. Just looking at just the story. So if if I was doing it, I don't think I would have had. It, it goes too quickly into you know everybody's bad because she, uh, Barbara goes to the church, she gets kidnapped. Mm-hmm. If you if you drag that out a little bit, he gets to meet some townspeople. 
and something's off with all of them. You could you could drag that part out and build more suspense. I think. Man, that's where I go. I think it would be even harder though because you're doing it off of a, a story that's already been around for seventy something years at that point. I think, and I feel like the probably the people originally that went to to watch this were like H.P. Lovecraft like fanatics. I mean, we're getting to it twenty years later, but <laughs> right, right. I feel like the initial but, crowd was probably you know the fanatics, and they're like, "Well, I already know what happens in Innsmouth, like so, uh, yeah, <laughs> just show me the stuff." But I agree. Yeah, but I I think that you still have a lot of casual Cthulhu. I think Cthulhu of all the H.P. Lovecraft mythos. Uh, I think Cthulhu is the best known. And so I think if you slow played it a little bit more, um, I, I still think that works better. Because I think there's a lot of people that wouldn't know quite right. what to expect. You know, maybe have some more of the townspeople in uh, earlier stages of transformation. Yeah. If you know okay. what I mean, uh, yeah, you know, he go, he goes to the bar, and the barkeep is a little weird. Then you go down the street, and the guy at the uh, ar- arcade giving you change, kids change, is a little weirder. Obviously, that's a little you know not, but yeah, yeah. Potential. There's potential there. It didn't yeah. quite. It didn't quite Dagon, get to the, the top. It just needed a little. Uh, yeah. Something. Dagon is credited as the first. It's not his first story, mm-hmm. but it's the first where he kind of did his own thing and started with his own mythos and had his own. Uh, the stories before they published before Dagon have are often um, seen as kind of copies of other people's horror styles. Hmm, okay. So the so I had not read the uh Shadow Over Innsmouth until this and then that's a whole other story. But I had read Dagon years ago and that was I think the first HP Lovecraft thing I ever read. And so like I'm watching this and I'm like what does this this has nothing to do with that story. <laughs> and then I was reading, I was like, oh, I bet, I wonder if this has another, if they just adapted another H.P. Lovecraft story and I'm not picking up on it. And then that's what they did. So I, the, the change in name was interesting because I feel like Shadow Over Innsmouth is kind of cool. I don't, I don't know. Maybe 2002 was just a different time. Or like Dagon. It's got to be Dagon or nothing. We're, we're kind of wild back then. <laughs> uh, the So the story, anyways, uh, the end of it, I really liked. And it's similar to the to the original, but uh, different. Well, I mean, in that the, the main character realizes he's, you know, one of them. Mm. Obviously, in the, in the H.P. Lovecraft story, he didn't have this, you know, 
like I'm your brother I, or you're my brother you're my my lover but now we go live in the ocean <laughs> a little less incest in the yeah HP Lovecraft version but I do surprisingly so <laughs> and way less racism the you know he sets himself on fire after he's he's like that whole section and then you know she pulls him into the water he's like the burn like some of the burn stuff like after he's in the water looks cool some of it not so much some of it cool <laughs> but uh i like the idea of it and it worked pretty uh, pretty good i think that may be my favorite part of the movie is that whole like part right there like he's like fuck this and then you know kind of i wouldn't even say slowly it's pretty sudden he's like whoa uh so i'm a fish man this ain't so bad <laughs> And then just yeah, he, goes he gives it. in pretty quickly. Yeah, a, a second ago you were willing to kill yourself to avoid this fate, and that didn't work. And you're like, oh, okay, I guess I'll go with the flow. I I, I guess that's the cosmicy horry parts of it. It's just like the instinct like picks over, and then all uh, you know, he he's a a deep one now. So. But I like the I liked that. I think it could have been d done a little better, but for for the time, I will I will take it. There was another. Yeah, I thought it was good. I I enjoyed the movie. Yeah, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Uh, after I started it at the beginning, I was like, "This looks like it's from 2002." I was like, "Woof." I don't. I still don't know if they shot because this is like that weird time where everything looks very similar that's like lower in budget at the time mm -hmm. and this could have been a full moon movie especially with some of the people that worked on it which we'll talk about in a minute but uh, it's just got that look and I don't know if this is like during that time where it was transitioning from film to digital I think I'm looking at it I want to say it's still on film but I'm not smart enough to know but it's I got, think it is I think it that, is to me it's got that look but like not like I said it, it could have come straight out of you know the late 80s early 90s for for me for that oh I feel like the filming like stuff on film even a decade before that looked so much better than this there's a certain look like at this point for me that I pick up on and I'm just like I don't like it I don't like it so once I started this one I was like ugh but it won it won me over like the the rest of it won me over by the end um speaking of full moon though so Stuart gordon brian usna you know reanimator the reanimator movies mm -hmm. uh and Stuart gordon's done a, a handful of other hp lovecraft stuff too i don't remember if they were full moon though was from beyond full moon i can't even remember but you know there's, I don't. They I don't were think so. like you know uh, these horror pairings that people kind of gravitate towards, like Romero and Savini, and um, like who who else is is a pair? But that's the main pair. That's the that's the one I've always. But I feel like there's always these pairs that people talk about. And Sam Raimi and um, Bruce, Campbell. Bruce Campbell. Yeah. And I feel like these guys are definitely one of those, but they don't get the the recognition. I never see, you know, the talks of them very much online or 
And I wonder why that is, because, like, goddamn Reanimator. Like, these are the HP Lovecraft. If you want to watch HP Lovecraft movies, they're your best option, I think. I, I love Reanimator. From Beyond is is really one of my favorites. I've watched it uh, I'd, once. I don't think it's as good of... It's weird. I don't know. Yeah, it is. It is weird. The story is 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 such a cool one to me that there's mm-hmm. this whole other world all around us, and they're largely unaware of us, and we're largely unaware of them. And I mean, the whole thing is very, very cool to me. Yeah, I th- I think I've read that Lovecraft story, but I forget because I'm I'm slow minded. Um, but the so those two, and then the screenwriter for this has worked with Stuart Gordon a lot. I was saying, and they're like you know, they're the H.P. Lovecraft like, not society. I think that's a real thing now. H.P. Lovecraft Society. I think they do audiobooks <laughs> <Probably>. and stuff. And about thirty-five percent of the population is not allowed to join. Yeah. Well, maybe the, maybe they maybe they're not maybe they're more progressive these days. Um, let's see. I was so the the full moon stuff. This could have been a full moon movie for all intents and purposes. Luckily, it wasn't. I I, I can see that. I can see that. I can see that. Uh, because even the, full the only moon thing it's missing is like that. Yes. Yes. I, I could see this being a full moon, except there was no miniature or puppet involved in the movie. Oh, For some yeah. reason, that just sticks out. That is like a, a full moon trope of its own is uh, something has to be shrunk or tiny or right. a puppet. I think Stuart Gordon did the first one. Stuart Gordon's a puppet. Uh, the I think he did Dolls. To, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he did. He directed Dolls, which was the precursor for uh, Puppet Master. So, there's that. He was he was there. And I didn't. I had no idea Stuart Gordon d- died last year. I had no idea. Oh no, I did not know that. Yeah. At seventy two, he died almost uh in March March twenty fourth, twenty twenty. I was like, God damn it, don't God tell me damn, I'm getting old. Don't tell me I'm getting old because I did not even realize he was seventy two. Uh, I've I've thought he was seventy two since I first saw him in the nineties. <laughs> I I think when you meet somebody or first begin an association with somebody whatever they age they are when that happens mm-hmm. they they kind of get stuck in your brain at that age right or or in, at that you know i feel you jane michael vincent will always be you know 34 <laughs> for me what a <laughs> Uh, I was not expecting that name tonight. <laughs> I don't think Jan Michael Vincent uh, was expecting that name tonight. <laughs> anywhere, <laughs> somewhere he just somewhere he just woke up in like a cheap Motel Six 
uh, bathroom on the on the floor where he puked on himself and just like woke up and like what? So it's like the Jan Michael Vincent back signal. It's just when somebody says his name. Right, right now Jan Michael Vincent cannot sleep because we keep calling to him through the neither. He dusts his beer bottles off. He's like, somebody needs me. My fans need me. Uh, Airwolf theme, top top ten, top ten though. It, uh, it really is such a good. 80s fucking TV show like it's so ridiculous yeah but so good why don't we have like, shit like that now like right we've got the state of the art AI fucking attack helicopter right let's use it to stop you know uh, shoplifters at the Kmart in Tuskegee and see, all the you know, you shoot twenty minutes of helicopter flying footage, and then you use that for a whole season. You just you know mirror it, and yeah, there you go. <laughs> yep. Uh, Put it over it, some Kenny Loggins. Dude, you can't. That name is copyrighted. You owe Tom Cruise forty dollars. I think Lenny, he owns Kenny Loggins. Put it. Uh, what I meant to say was put it over some Lenny Coggins. Uh, does it, that checks out? That checks out. Yep. Okay. Just the the helicopter zooming over a city and just footloose playing in the background. <laughs> uh, right into the cautious area. Instead of oh the... yes yes <laughs> great I love it. So any other things you want to touch on Dagon before we move on? Uh, no, I, it's a fun movie. I liked it a lot, but we'll see when we rate, uh, how yes. different we are today. So. What is your rating? Where would you, where would you stick this on, on a one to 10? And would you recommend it? I, d I definitely recommend it. And I think I give it a solid eight. I feel like I'm in that eight range a lot. I feel I feel like I give it a solid eight. Okay. Okay. It's not Reanimator. It's not be from Beyond. Those are the two that are really up there for me. And probably the Nick Cage color out of space. If if I'm just rating. H.P. Lovecraft movies is below that. Uh, so, you know, those those were probably nines for me. Nick Cage is probably, uh, Color Out of Space is probably an eight and a half or an 8.8. .8. From the Mouth of Madness is a fucking 10 for me. So, you I'm know, put that in that. your smoke and pipe it. <laughs> but, uh, but Dagon, I give it a solid eight. I, 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 I enjoyed it. It was was enjoyable to me uh, yeah okay I would I as per usual I I rate lower <laughs> yeah I mean, that's I, par for the course I go about a I give it a six and a lot of that has to do with just the story because the CGI and some of the acting I'm like whew Lord, Lord, help me. Dagon, help me. Vicky's not a good actor at the start. 
yeah it's if you can get past the uh, beginning then you're you got a movie but it's it takes maybe it takes the a little CG, work at the beginning yeah, maybe the cg blood coming out of the bottom of the boat is the fakest cg in the movie <laughs> the, the, I actually forgot about Color Out of Space while we were talking about this. So I actually, yeah, I put it. I think I put that right up there with Reanimator and then just it's not Stuart Gordon and it's kind of like it's. I feel like it's a good next generation for that Lovecraft movie, and I th it's... think I read he was getting ready to make another. Go ahead. Another Lovecraft movie, the the director. I may be completely wrong. Oh yeah, good. It seems something like that. It's about time. On. It's about time to revisit some of these. I, yeah. I feel like the Colorado Space shows it can be done. So get out there. The and do unnameable it. Castle Freak. Um. Uh, yeah. Um, Necromonicon, the Book of the Dead. Necromonicon. Necronomicon? Mama Necrocon? Necronomicon. Mom, Mama Buddha John? <laughs> uh, so, uh, how about we hit another ad real quick and then we'll come back and then uh, we'll leave again. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about outside of Dagon. Uh, let's talk about H.P. Lovecraft and the the interconnected world that he created. Okay. Um, so we always kind of rip on H.P. for some of the uh, descriptions of the beasts in his work. You mean those uh, unspeakable eldritch horrors that were indescribable? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. He 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 very much likes to n avoid describing his creatures, or he'll point out one or two um, uh, of the notable characteristics and focus just on that. So right. I'm trying to find. I I had some stuff pulled up here um, that talked about you know some of the. Uh, older gods and the gods, even Pantheon. I didn't. I really didn't realize. I thought like H.P. Lovecraft was the old gods. Period. Um, but he actually has a pretty detailed hierarchy and organizational charts. I guess um, where he has the great old ones, um, which are your. Uh, Cthulhu, Cthulhu, um, and um, some of these other that are more familiar. But then there are the outer gods, and then there's also, and the outer gods are pretty much all against man. Not maybe all, Yog Sothoth. Um, uh, what was the uh, Azathoth? So in, in the HP Lovecraft pantheon, Azathoth is the blind idiot god who <laughs> all of existence just react exists within Azathoth's dream. 
which is pretty fucked up. Okay. Uh, he, but then, and then he also has uh, elder gods, which the elder gods are more friendly to mankind in, in the uh, Lovecraft pantheon. And so, I, I mean, I tried to deep dive into this pantheon that he had, and it's just too much for my tiny brain to keep straight. Yeah, I've read a handful of H.P. Lovecraft stuff, and I never get to these gods. Like, all the stories that I've read, like, I, there's a little bit of Cthulhu in, in uh, Shadow Over Azimuth, not very much. Uh, I mean, all of the stories that I've read, there's just not much of those. So I, I'm apparently saving them all for when I finish up the rest of his stories, because I... Yeah, <laughs> I I think he tends to use so these gods are so powerful. There's no way a human could oppose some of these monsters and gods, right. and so that's where the human followers come in. And it's almost so. I know we've referenced uh, Stella and I watching the Amer American Gods, the Neil Gaiman series on Prime, mm -hmm. and the gods get their power from their worshipers. And I th I think the Lovecraft mythos is similar to that, that the God, that's where the gods are getting their power from is the humans. But also these followers is how a, a mortal man can, you know, gain small victories against Cthulhu. Yes, you couldn't beat Cthulhu. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not, you know, beating him in checkers or arm wrestling, either one. <laughs> but... But you might beat his followers. You might, you know, win small victories here or there. But right. overall, his work is kind of depressing. There's a a fatist, uh, you know, man is fatist, fated to lose. And I, I think that's, I don't, uh, racism is wrong. And his racism is is prominent and wrong, but it's also what, kind of drives that fatist because a lot of these monsters and, and are take the place of these other races for him. They're like stand-ins. He sees them as primitive and they're always going against, you know, the uh, intelligent, civilized white guy that is him and, and he sees himself destined to lose these battles, it seems like. I, I don't it's weird. I don't know. Uh, I may be reading too much in to you know some of the symbolism, but are you getting burgled? No, it's the dog is having dreams of <laughs> uh, chasing is, something in his sleep. Is he is he dreaming of the old ones? <laughs> he may be. He's he's just biting one of the tentacles. But so the but the Lovecraft racism thing kind of it's hard to read his shit like knowing that because I mean because you're like I, why I don't want to read the work of some racist dude. But I mean you know you gotta just kind of take solace in the fact that his. Uh, estate is not making money on most of 90% of it. 
yeah but like public domain bro yeah I, is it um 70 years it may be all I public think it domain is. now i think it is when you did he die the 30s so because uh for literature in the united states it's 70 it's life plus 70 years so yeah mark he died in 1937 so in 2007 yeah all of his works became public domain you can search i mean you can read almost i mean probably everything is for free online i got uh because i'm not a big fan of reading off the screen i got a like a large book that has at least almost all of the stories that he's written there's uh and there's so many different books because people can just make them <laughs> and audiobooks there's a million things if there's a story you want you want to listen to dagon get on youtube and there's like a bunch of people that like have just read the story or shadow of rensmith and it's just out there it's the easiest horror uh stories to to get i think but also they're kind of difficult to get into because some of like he may not have been good at describing like his creatures and like the gods and stuff but he would get a little overly descriptive with other things and the old like dialect and stuff that he would use sometimes is like dude there's not enough dudes in this you're making some words up i think in a lot of this what is even like i'm reading uh i can't even remember one of the stories i started reading when i got this large book that i spilled uh alcohol on a couple months ago during one of the podcasts <laughs> and it, it almost brought about the end of civilization yeah sorry sorry guys but uh I had my phone open as I was reading because there were so many words. I'm like, what? That's not a real word. And you look it up and it's like, uh, I can't even think of a good example. Uh, but it's like, it is a word. Nobody's used it since 1937, but it's a word. (laughs) (laughs) An easy in is some of the good movies. Like I, like we, we talked about reanimator. We talked about from beyond in the mouth of madness, even the, know, the, the RPG, the tabletop game. If you're into yeah, that. Oh, yeah. And I, I really want to play that. I want to play that as soon as the uh, pandemic is uh, yeah. subsided a little bit more. I want us to get into that. I so also. Much. I also. I've been intrigued by that game for at least a decade. I'm like, that sounds so, so cool. But. That would be maybe an interesting episode uh, once we get into doing that. Could be could be interesting. I, I I recently bought a hardcover book. I wonder if it's the same publisher that um, published your HP Lovecraft book. But the one I bought was all Edgar Allan Poe. Uh, so that maybe because I know in the back of mine it's uh, there's other collections like there's a Shakespeare one and like a handful of others. I'm sure Edgar Allan Poe is is one of them hg wells i think hg wells is easier to read than hp lovecraft and he was like 20 30 plus years before 
and British. Yeah, I think Poe is. <laughs> I think Poe is easier to read than oh, yeah. Lovecraft. I, I mean, he's just. I've not read much of his stuff. Sometimes it seemed like he was trying too hard. Right. I so, thought, but the mythos is crazy. Yeah. Uh, his life was fucking crazy, and that's probably where all this shit come from. His da- he was like six when his dad lost his fucking mind and was oh, yeah. Uh, yeah put into fucking basically what turned into a mental asylum at the time they didn't call it a mental asylum I don't think uh, and lived the rest of his life there and apparently he had uh, syphilitic dementia so yeah and then yeah. his mother I think his mother died as well. I I think she wound up in a similar kind of a kind of thing there at the end too, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know if she, it was dementia or whatever, but uh, dude just had had an odd life. So, and then you mm-hmm. know, I feel like if he were like today, you know doing all of this stuff I feel like because he wasn't stupid obviously so I feel like there was there'd probably be a good chance that he would realize hey being racist ain't so great maybe maybe I'm wrong (laughs) which I'm just saying that mostly to give myself solace so I can finish reading this book (laughs) so so you feel better about reading this shit there's there's a chance that that could very well be that could very well be I mean you know we are ignorant we, we're dumb if we yeah. don't think that we're influenced by our past and and our present and you know um my my grandpa was probably a little, little on the racist side he, he wasn't i i divide racism into two types of people two flavors hateful racist and ignorant racist my grandpa was a little ignorant racist you know he didn't you know he was a good guy. He was a God-fearing man, but, uh, you know, he just had some backwards thoughts. All right. Um, luckily, uh, you know, my parents didn't think that way, and I was around people who didn't think that way, and I was exposed to people who were different than me, and that's, that's right. the big thing. If you spend time oh, with yeah. someone, if if you think other races are... are um, you know, different than you spend time around people and you'll realize they're not, we're all going through the same shit. You know, cultures are different. We, we are different culturally. Um, is, but even that is not across racial lines. Racial is just a social construct. I'm different than white people that are raised in downtown Indianapolis. Uh, you know, uh, upbringing you know but the, we all go through the same shit we all have the same hopes and fears and dreams and uh put that shit aside uh enjoy some good horror movies if you want to see how insane uh, oh uh, okay i'm taking a long walk for a short drink of water <laughs> the other possibility is if hp lovecraft was alive today he gets you know medicated and for his crazy the shit that's going on in his head and we don't get the fucking masterpieces that we get from him in the mouth of madness again i can't say it enough it's a fucking 10 that's a descent into madness they the movie the john carpenter movie bases the author of that more on a stephen king type guy 
Mm-hmm. But I, but it's more because of that's the era that the movie was made. It's in fucking sane. It's a, it's a, it, it's in fucking sane. Watch it, watch it. I'm coming to your house at night and tapping on your window. 